but with tears like leaking out of the back corners of his eyes and down this like down his temples and into his hair which has gone a little bit silvery <laughs> and a little bit is, is a few more maybe you're just seeing a few more crow's feet there than you might have otherwise and hmm harry I got to ask you, this is honest question to the player. Do you think Harry takes a powerful blow from this? Is this, is this enough of a setback on his heels for this to be a, be a powerful blow to him? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This isn't a facing a too powerful enemy. So just roll conditions and we'll see what we get from this, from this thing. Not horrible. Not as bad as it can be. Not great. Uh, let's look at what we got here. When you take a powerful blow, roll conditions on seven to nine. Uh, ooh, we got options here. Choose one. You can lash out verbally, provoke a teammate to foolhardy action. Oh my God! Or take advantage of your influence to inflict a condition. If you have influence, you can inflict a condition on a teammate. You give ground. Your opposition gets an opportunity, or you struggle past the pain and mark two conditions. So I'm not sure about giving the opponent an opportunity. Exactly. Um, I'm not sure how that would necessarily work. There's the option here to lash out at the teammate and provoke them to foolhardy action. Uh, or just the fact that you have influence, you can use it to inflict a condition. We'd have to look that stuff up if that's, you know. Uh, you, you spend your influence. Yeah, and you, you spend uh, it and, and you basically trade your influence for a condition on, in this case, probably Adam. Like, what the hell was that? Why do they look like you? Why did they throw us out of my dad? I mean, all that stuff totally makes sense. Um, alternately, the the suck it up and internalize all of it like all good teenagers do. And, you know, 98% of most adults. And you ride it out and take a couple of conditions from all of this. Uh, I do have a suggestion for how the opponent could gain ground, but I don't okay. think anybody's going to like it. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, when bad things happen during Take a Powerful Blow, nobody likes any of it, I don't think. So, I mean, if you have a suggestion, throw it out there. At least we can say no. It all kind of depends on who, who the quote-unquote opponent is. Yeah. Uh, so the these three agents that have kind of invaded this, this mental space uh, stick around after this conversation, look around and be like, yeah, we can fix this the concordance way. Oh. <laughs> oh, my. That... That's terrifying and awesome. Uh, so, uh, Harry, you have a series of terrible options before you. You can lash out at, uh, I'm, I'm going to say it would have to be Concord. Lash out at Concord or or uh, or just, you know, to get him to take some sort of foolhardy action or just inflict a condition on him by with your harsh words, which certainly makes sense. Um you give your opponent. Isn't that what started all of this in the first place? You, yeah. Harry's harsh words. Well, no, Harry never really. I don't think he really laid it down very hard on his dad. His dad just sort of. No. He did it to himself a little bit. You know, he felt the guilt that his he was seeing in his son's face. I guess you can uh, give the, uh, your opponents an opportunity here, which um, certainly has some future repercussions, or you can internalize and take uh, some conditions. What do you think? This is harsh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Dave's like, yeah, 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 it is. I mean, Bill's thing is evil, which means that's the one I like the best. So, uh. I um, <laughs> don't want to break my dad, and I don't want to yell at Concord. 
But I mean, why? He's so small and an easy target. No, he's not. He's not. You're not small out here. You're back to normal uh, appearance out here. It was. It was just like, your your mental image of yourself uh, when you landed inside of the room was back down to young Adam. He, d- he did say he could take care of all this. He had experience and everything. He convinced your mom. No, to. You are the embodiment of a shoulder devil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm sorry. Was it nigh on 18 years now? You've just now figured that out? <laughs> Come on. Um. I mean... I think that what Harry signed there will hard, so I'm going to go for the I take conditions. I mean, that's a very Harry thing to do, and it is it, it reinforces the hairiness of Harry. Absolutely. It's... it's it, Father I, like son. I absolutely, I absolutely, <laughs> hey, you know, that's not, that's not far wrong. I absolutely agree with it. I, I would embrace all of the other options too, just because having Harry finally not be Harry in a moment of stress is, is equally interesting. But I am down with that. So you pick, uh, figure out, you already have guilty and you already have afraid. Um, I see insecure. Collect them all. Insecure and hopeless, so we're left with angry. Mm. He's still not angry. How is he not angry about this? The guy is a monk. Um, because when he's their parent crying or upset, they don't get angry. They get upset. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's totally fair. Okay, hey, Adam. Yeah. How you doing? What do you do? Uh... Or say, I think it's just one of those like knowing glances over at uh, uh, over at Harry is just like so. Yeah, uh, actually, hold on. Yeah, it's just like a quick little glance over at Harry. It's just like I need to figure this out. Yeah, there's there's more going on there than just oh no, Silver Streak feels guilty. There is definitely more going on in there than just Silver Streak feels guilty. The other thing was uh, who knows what the hell that was. They weren't actually there. Silver Streak was some kind of antenna slash landing pad slash reflecting dish. Uh, yeah, you got to think about this. That was weird. Capital W. You it's make, always weird with you, Adam. You could take some French fries. Okay, we good? That took a while, guys. I apologize for that, but it was. I think we just really uh, laid some stuff down there to have happened um and as you guys are about to say and or do something both of your um comms start a sort of red alert kind of alarm um i'm gonna jump to i'm gonna jump to Gigi and just kind of get her physically caught up she's not gonna have as nearly as big a thing going on here um Gigi, you and lucius are uh just about outside of the has-beens shop um, and Lucius kind of stops for a second and goes, hold on a moment, my dear. And he kind of, he kind of draws himself up and puts his shoulders back a little bit and raises his head a little bit and rolls his, rolls it kind of side to side. Um, lets out some air, taps the cane down a little bit, and, you know, lightly though, like not like he's really resting on it, which he has been. And he steps just slightly away from you, um, and he, he, he walks very, like, that walk didn't, it was, all we did was a walk and that didn't even take any wind out of me, sort of, just a little yeah. walk around the block kind of a thing. 
as he does like the half block left before he uh, heads into the shop. Um, and he comes in and kind of like hooks his cane over like a coat rack, the thing, uh, you know, a coat stand there that's near the that's near the front door and, uh, you know, unbuttons his coat and, you know, uh, calls out a couple of greetings, raises a hand uh, to, to um, J.C., who looks at him suspiciously, looks at you suspiciously, looks at the rest of the room suspiciously, <laughs> um, and that sort of thing. Uh, what's that look for? And she's like, nothing. Well, you know, you were gone a little bit longer than I thought. Well, you know, the weather was so nice, we just decided to take another turn around around the park. I was feeling good for it. Uh, we have a little bit more to discuss. Do you have everything in, in order here before uh, we get on before you know so we can continue our little talk everyone's sort of studiously playing it cool around the ghost standing in the room um doesn't doesn't pay to act like any of this stuff is weird when you're around lucius you gotta just kind of play it cool old guys have seen it all right um it's not gonna be weirded out and she's like yeah i guess sure fine do you want anything are you going back in the in the back room again he's like yep yep we're gonna head right back there too stuffy upstairs too warm outside that's what he says. You, you're kind of suspecting in the back of your mind. It's like too many stairs. <laughs> Don't really feel like doing stairs right now. So when he gets into the back room, he really kind of sinks into a seat uh, and folds his hands on the table a little bit and kind of looks at his hands. Uh, readers of the book are, are noting a, a remarkable similarity between that pose and the pose of, of – Harry's dad in the in his own self subconscious staring at the weird little ball of energy yarn uh, for just a moment. He looks up as Charlotte uh, sits down and kind of forces this sort of thin smile and says, "Well, I think we made some headway, if not leaps and bounds forward. Although I regretfully suspect that I may not be able to help you all the way through with." Uh, the, the I don't even wounds. let him finish. I the, don't. I don't even let him finish. I said, "Now, sir, if you remember when I came in here, I told you I just wanted you to help me understand this. I did not want to impose upon you or your family." The fact that I am able to help in in even a small way <laughs> means that I am naturally inclined to help. It's really you feel a lot of obligation, and I believe me, um, I can understand that more and more. Um, well, it's really what my organization. It's really what my organization recruits for, if you understand. Now, you had your uh, soldiers, for lack of a better word, and he's like sort of struggling for the word. But when he says it, he says that I just kind of cringe. Yeah, it's not a good word for you. You have your people, soldiers, I suppose. To provide you that energy, it really felt as though the sword provided a focusing conduit there to channel that. I don't – and the, the, the effort is high, but I, I didn't feel personally as though there were any intrinsically uh, – energy that was intrinsically my own that was part of it except for the effort that it took to simply direct it. So you will, of course – Take this away and and confer with your teammates and others. If you decide that you need assistance in this specific 
please understand that I am not the only bearer of a shard, and I believe you know one of the others. He is in your cohort. Uh, he doesn't go to your friend's school, uh, but he is one of the in, in one of the other teams here, and I believe if you decide that he's necessary, that, that this is necessary, and he sort of gestures kind of to where the sword would be if he were holding it, huh? that I will speak to him on your on your behalf and, and see if I can harangue him into service. I thought service was what you selected for. <laughs> she gives a little giggle on that. It's like He's he like twinkle. He Harrison is a very strong young man and he will be a fine knight. I suspect, however, that this particular task may not look sufficiently like a dragon or a windmill to really bring his blood up. <laughs> so he may need a little additional coaxing. And come to that, I believe JC may be able to help, honestly, he says with a bit of a smirk. But that's only if you, des- if you, if you decide it's necessarily necessary. Certainly your uh, friends are not without their, with, not without their own resources. And uh, I am sure that they'll be willing to help, especially since it's been relatively quiet for the last few days. Oh, don't say that. Right about then, <laughs> your your calm thing kind of... My, and my actually, phone goes off. <laughs> actually, actually uh, uh, you hear a crash kind of out on the street, um, like, a, 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 like a kind of crashing glass, like a window, but not, not really that much. There's some tearing mether... Uh, tearing metal, um, a couple of shrieks, some shouts of warning, like, get back, get back, and kind of not in the front of the shop, but like out on the street, kind of near the shop, like out on the street that the shop is uh, facing on. What do you, what do you do? Um, and he, as you're kind of looking around or deciding what to do, he gets to kind of look on his face, you know... The minute I, the moment it started, the, the the words started to leave my lips, I realized <laughs> what I had done. Give my regards to your um, delightful daughter, and I um, hope to be chatting with you again soon. And I just kind of whoosh, uh, whoosh, float, float off. Yeah, whoosh through all the walls to get out to the front. Um, okay, so what you see out there is a bit of a uh, some chaos. Um, People kind of like looking and pointing and looking. Some of them are looking and pointing up in the sky. Some of them are looking and pointing at this storefront. It's about two or three buildings down. And again, this is downtown. It's like a nice area of town. And it's a small, like, boutique, very uh, uh, bespoke kind of jewelry and watch shop kind of thing about about two or three buildings down. And it looks like somebody kind of broke out through the front door. There's a person, you know, couple of people are pulling themselves back up looks like they were like knocked on their knocked on their backs um and about 20 or 30 yards up and and disappearing is uh what uh i'm just going to assume that you've seen these guys at some point in time what well, looks like a rossombot except the thing has been like repainted to kind of look like it's in the color scheme of this shop like it's all like different parts have been chromed or silvered and there's some red and gold like highlights on various panels and that sort of thing. And it's kind of rocketing up into the sky and, and uh, right now just going straight, but it's kind of uh, going at an angle. And you've got also like sort of an uh, alarm thing from from Leo. And we're just going to pause right there. Um, Leo. Who? Uh, 
I have questions. You probably have questions. Well, you first. Um, well, I think you were going to do a bit of an assess to kind of figure out what you, you had questions that you wanted to hit with with an assess, right? I, yeah, but I think those I, I was kind of throwing it back at you to say, like, is there any step that I need to take before I can do that? Yeah. One of the yeah. that I mentioned was like, do, do I need to actually have like a copy of this bot that, that is flying around before I can figure out its control system? Or well, do I also know enough where I can figure that out. It depends. I mean, some of these you may have to hold pending until you can get some of that stuff. Um, you know what you already know from, from the, from the previous role with like when your little, your dad's kind of paper trap kind of tried to program you. So you've gleaned some of that stuff. Um, if you're, I mean, you, I, uh, I don't, I, I'm not going to pull up right now all the questions that you potentially had. I don't remember if there was stuff that was specifically about what's going on in the base right now, or if it was more about like what the control system is on the thing. Um, Mostly in the control system. Like as far as, right. as far as like this, this black site here, uh, Leo wasn't even thinking like that short term. He's, yeah. he's worried about like the damage his dad can do. Right. So whatever goes on here might actually take him by surprise or Waters might be like, hey, you know, we actually need to get out of here alive first. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah we'll yeah. see what happens. So you, you're probably processing and, and doing some sort of logical uh, – drawing some logical conclusions. You know, well, this – this is at least, you know, 50% likely to be true just based on what I've already seen. This other thing is, and, and Waters kind of like shakes your arm. It's like, uh, kid, uh, not to tell you your business, but Otto is shouting upstairs and we should probably get there. Also that. And he points down the hallway and there's a couple of like Aegis guards that are running at you with like these like batons out. Kind of like, you know, honestly, I'm thinking of the batons from, oh my God. Demolition Man. <laughs> uh, I'll tell Waters leave this to me. I'll take care of this. Okay. All right. Um, you have a plus one on this, uh, but it is a slightly different. Uh, what are you doing with the guards uh, specifically? Are you gonna, like... Did you see the second Iron Man where Black Widow basically plows to the hallway? I'm doing that. <laughs> I did. I have a slightly different move, although I don't think it's actually going to uh, impede you at all. Um, but. Yeah, no, it's not. All right, well, that's fine. Because you have a plus one forward on this, and I'm going to – let me see this thing here. Basically what it boils down to, because these guys are trained to fight metas, uh, rather than rolling – and you don't have your suit – rather than rolling uh, danger, you roll mundane, uh, which is uh, actually, is actually oh, a gift no. to you in this case. Uh, yeah, it's hardly a downside. Plus you have a plus one going forward to deal with these guys. Uh, where did that plus one forward come from? Because that was the alternative I did not pick. Oh, was it? Which one did you? Which one did you? Uh, you said, what you know, the first one was it's not about making robots, and that's plus one forward to deal with compromise. Oh, to deal with the bots, right? But I took the second and third ones. Right, I was I'm mistaken. So you don't have the plus one forward on the guards. You've got a plus one forward on dealing with the bots, and a plus one forward on uh, dealing with Rosa. So right, okay, you right. Right. I'll take it then anyway. You just have a yeah. You just have a plus three mundane. So, so um, and this is you getting up to the top of the like kind of back out to the landing pad and stuff like that. Not every guard is, but certainly the ones near him are. So you you find yourself. Um, what does this look like since you're not in the suit? What it what what is? I mean, is it very different from when he's in the suit, or what's what's his? What's he doing? He with these um, we pretty much saw what this looks like when Leo was fighting the Dread Queen. Um, he doesn't really need the suit to fight really well. When he opens up, um, every hit will land. Um, 
really his priority here isn't necessarily that I plow through the guards. Um, one of the things that's on Leo's mind right now is don't let Waters get involved in hitting the guards, not because he thinks that Waters can't handle himself, but because he thinks that like having to fight his own guys would stay with him for a while. He wants to spare him that. Mm. So at any moment, like if somebody's coming for, for the old man, Leo's going to cut him off. Um, but other than that, it's just going to be um, rapid fire punches and grabbing batons out of people's hands and smacking them in the head. Um, not quite as bloody as, as the similar scene from the second blade movie as well, but that was basically yeah. like the yeah. moves against a guy who fights really well. I remember, so, I, I, I'm remembering that scene with black Widow Cause she cleans out like, 15 guys while happy is like fighting one dude. Yeah. Um, and, and they're just a raid. In, and Dave helpfully dropped a gift into the Girl 20 chat as well <laughs> for, for that. Uh, now, I do not look as good as a, in a cat suit. I will concede that point. There's some good ones there. Yeah. There's something you cannot see. I, um, I have to say one, that's a really good move. Um, one of the things that I, uh, really enjoy about Jumanji is they they did one of those sort of classic uh, you know get the legs around the neck and then do a spin around the guy but um, managed to do something different with it where she actually goes kind of low um, with the little flip around the body thing that I hadn't seen move kind of a thing so it was kind of nice to see that move which has become almost ubiquitous in girls fighting guy fights you know taken taken in a different was kind of fun so this is great um, all right so so. Lee is beating his way up through that, and he gets out to sort of the open space where Otto is, and uh, Otto's like, hey, boss, you didn't happen to, like, throw a suitcase full of your suit in my trunk and not tell me, did you? Uh, it should be in there. Okay, cool. That makes me feel a little bit better because that is not good. He's kind of pointing off towards the horizon, and... Where you would normally see like an approaching storm front, it's like dots, like in about a – and considering the distance, it's chilling to see this in like a 60-degree arc in the sky out from your location. Okay, that's not good. They uh, are there's, – there's a lot of them. Uh, let me ask Waters really fast then. Um, hey, I, I, I got all this stuff here. Can we get Ross out of that security? Can, can we open those doors and, and extract him? Wait, you want to let him out? Uh, he, there's something coming, which is coming for him. Uh, break him out. You want to, you want to uh, walk me through this kid. You want, you want, you, you think they're coming to kill him? No. Oh, you want to keep him away from him? Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh boy. This is, uh, I'm going to have so much paperwork. <laughs> yeah, I guess we can. <sighs> Oh, he just fought through all those guys. Why don't you get your uh, pants on and we'll... Oh, boy, this is a bad idea. I really hope that you're being a genius right now. Uh, okay, do you call... Is Because at some point, I, I've sort of written in that you call everybody and tell them stuff. What do you... That's, are, are you I, are, that's going to happen in a second, but Leo's got one more thing to say to him. All right. Uh, okay. You know, I also feel really bad because um, I, I kind of misled you back there. Um the phoenix it is done oh well that's okay okay and at this point Leo's going to suit up and combine i am terribly upset wait you want okay just before you do the combined thing uh you want waters to go down and get your dad by himself um not necessarily like uh auto can operate phoenix by himself uh leo will come down and escort him but and then uh, we're basically preparing for the early arrivals 
Sure, sure. I'm, I'm fully expecting at least some of those units are going to get here before we're done. You so probably, yeah, you probably have enough time to get down there and get him before they're right on top of you, but it's going to be it's going to be reasonably close. Um, um, do you want do you want Otto to call everybody and let them know what's going on, or, uh, or I think do you want I think he's going to have to, yeah. Um, like like when Leo gets out, he's going to add a personal note at the end of this. But right now, um, yeah, he's just he will trust Otto to do the right thing, and Otto will know. Okay. Uh, do you do you catch Otto up on any of your revelations about what must be going on and stuff like that, or? Um, he'll be like, yeah, Dad said off something. Um, bad things are on the way. Um, we we may need to go back to Halcyon really freaking fast, and we're gonna have an extra extra passenger. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. I'll let him. I'll let him know. All right. So you go down with waters and go after Rossum. Um, Alicia. Yay. Yeah, sorry. That's okay. No. Got I got to figure out what everybody else is doing before I get to uh, uh, <laughs> your, your part. Okay. Um, I'm stepping to the curb where there's a big black escalade. Yeah, there's a big black escalade. You pop in, the, you, you, the door opens. There's nobody in the back. Um, uh, there are there's like two people in the in the front, you know, a driver and an additional guy. Um, there's a suitcase and there's a screen, like one of you know the DVD screen up on the roof kind of right. thing that's folded up, uh -huh. that kind of a deal. Um, it's obviously it's obviously thinner and cooler than that, but whatever. Um, and when you get in there and sit down, it kind of uh, it it looks like um, uh, Parker was already on the screen and just sort of waiting. And she said. All right, uh, we don't have everything that you've spec'd out. We've got as close as we can get. I'm going to need you to suit up while I brief you on this. Uh, sorry I can't be there in person, but frankly, I didn't think I was going to need to be, and then this fiasco happened. Uh, oh, boy. So here's what we know, and this is as you're getting stuff going. Um, Special Agent Waters... Or rather, your teammate Link talked Special Agent Waters into allowing him access and also Director uh, Costigan access to go and talk to his – no, that isn't what she says – to go and talk to Rossum the Minion Maker. She doesn't say his dad or anything like that because – you know, and, and, and Alicia doesn't Alicia doesn't correct her or uh, fill in that gap. Cool. Um, yeah, you would know, but you may not know that she knows. She doesn't right. know that you know. Exactly. All this other kind of stuff. So, hang on. I'm sorry. Hang on. Just one second. Mike off. Mike sorry, on. Sorry, I just had family walk in. Just one sec. Mike off. Mike on. Sorry about that, guys. Um. All right. So you're getting ready, and she says, "Here, here's what we know." Uh. Somehow, Leo or Waters talked Costigan into okaying this. He went out to a secure site where Rossum, the minion maker, was apparently incarcerated. And you can tell from some of the way she's phrasing this that this She didn't know everything that was going on. Yeah, she was. this was not on a need to know for any of this kind of stuff either. Um, uh, he went down and had a conversation with him, and it cuts to security footage of... Link, Leo actually just standing in front of like this glass-celled kind of thing and water standing there next to him. And he talked to him for a few minutes, at which point uh, every Rossum manufactured bot in the East Coast area 
and nearby. Did she say? I'm sorry. Did she say Rossum manufacturer? Or would they be actually Rook manufactured? They're they're I, I Aegis would recognize them as Rossum Rossum styling. Like okay, yeah. I mean, Rook's made no bones about that. They they uh, have had you know whether they've. I mean, hell, some of it they've patented, um, but they, they've they've made no bones about the last six to seven months. Their their security bots have been modeled on recovered technology, is what the whole official right. line is. Okay? Yeah, I, I assume I assume they aren't touting their security bots as just like the ones Rossum used to make. <laughs> exactly, but uh, you know, reca recaptured, retask, hyper technology, which is Rook's thing. They take they find hypertech, they figure out how to make it not hypertech and work, and or at least, you know, hide the paint job and the serial numbers, um, and you know, do all that. So every Rossum uh, uh, templated Rookbot that they have under their own controller that they've sold out to anybody went berserk and or broke out and went rogue and are currently headed towards that super secret island that nobody knows about. Uh, sometimes at... Uh, too. Sometimes at great... Uh, uh, no, is not off the coast anymore. Um, sometimes no, no, at... Vitovia 2, it's, it's oh. the other smaller island that floats independent of Vitovia. <laughs> no. Um, off in the, in the 90s when they were short on cash. Nice. Um, they... Uh, and... Simultaneous with this happening, um, your oh, good. there's more. Yeah, simultaneous with this happening, uh, apparently Link either in collusion with the agent or with the agent unable to with the agent on the ground unable to stop him began attacking all the Aegis agents that were on in on security detail in that prison. And we cut back to security footage of from like security cameras of Leo just opening a can of whoop ass on all of the uh, guards in the prison. <sighs> so what we have here is a situation where uh, the uh, somebody from the menagerie went out and talked to Rossum and now he's fighting Aegis agents and a bunch of Rookbox are engaging or about to engage with an Aegis facility and we can't, we can't raise Rook on the phone to find out if what you know what's going on with them, but they're hostile to anybody who tries to stop them. So we're not expecting to get anything out of that. So apparently Rook, I mean, I don't want to make guesses about this, but if you, it, but what the official like working Occam's razor assumption about this is that somehow Rook has allied himself with Leo Snow to free Rossum from an Aegis prison with great prejudice. We need you to stop him. Well, there's multiple, there's multiple, uh, <laughs> there's multiple hymns in that sentence, but I'm certainly willing to uh, do what I can to stop Rossum from escaping. Will that do? Yes, she says after some after some contemplation of the various ways that that could be, um, uh, you know, parsed, I guess, or the the good and the bad versions of that. Um, and during all this, you know, they're driving. You're in what you know is kind of a uh, prototype suit. You know, it's red and black. There's a bit of a jet. There, there's some 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 paint chips on it. Uh, there's you oh, know. Alicia, Alicia's making notes. There's a you know there's a uh, you know is it 
like a black and a black like what color it wouldn't be going forward but like a black and red kind of domino not domino uh black and red like full face mask kind of thing well no say we call the domino mask the the, the harlequin no i want to no. it, it would cover the face more um well, but i mean that the domino's just the around the eyes oh, but the, yeah the domino's just the one around the eyes i think like domino a half as a character is a black and white gesture yeah yeah, that's what I was thinking of the style of mask, not the not the character. So anyway, um, and so you've got you don't have the fancy batons. You do have like what look like some sort of stun batons. You've got regular firearms with um, a bunch of gel rounds and you're somewhat uh, disturbed to note, like about a, a half dozen clips that have red tape around them, um, which, you know, uh, Parker is not discussing the loadout necessarily. Uh and they get you down to um, uh, sort of down next to the water and they they have like a little they, they get you out there and they have this thing waiting on the docks for you to use because it's Aegis and hang on one second while I grab it. Oh, do I get to say to the bat boat? No, you don't get to say to the bat boat. Um, there we go. Yeah, that's this. Oh, wait for it. Oh, I think it, I think it disappeared. Hello. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, that is totally a captured Vyartovian like personal transport vehicle. Um, there's actually like sort of like a piece of paper with the basic control instructions, like packing taped to the uh, like kind of like right next to the handlebars. Um. That should be fast okay. enough to get you out there. It's got the G the GPS location is has just been approved to, to be downloaded onto your thing because it took me this long to get them to admit that the damn place even existed. So now you can know where you're supposed to go to save the day. She says in a way that makes you think that she's talking over her shoulder to whoever that she's actually directing that last comment toward. Right. Um. Do do I uh uh. Is 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 my uh, my uh, menagerie earbud in with the, uh, the yeah? Kit? And as you're sitting down, like checking this, like sitting down into this thing, and, and yeah, uh, um, they as you're getting out of the car, like one of the other like you know suited goons steps out and hands you like a little handheld tablet, like a little just a phone size thing, and it's just her. It's like her on another. Like she just keeps talking on that one and switches her, and her gaze switches over to a slightly different like screen on her screen window on her screen or something so she can talk to that window where you're at now on this other camera right and she just keeps briefing you as you get in there and sit down and about in the middle of her like giving you this last little bit and you know we need you to move just mount you know just, if you need to ask anything just the thing drops right into a slot on the on right. the dashboard and you can see but it's been jury rigged this is not ages tech so they're just like you know it's not quite like they just ordered like a phone mount from amazon and like spot welded it on here but it's kind of like that you uh, have to wonder what poor intern got that job right it's like i don't want to weld on this thing it might melt down it might blow and, up and, and, yeah 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 how many demolished cycles were uh <laughs> the result before they found out where they could actually we, mount it we captured 14 of these <laughs> um yeah exactly so uh and right about the time that she's sort of wrapping up there's a uh, like the squawk of an alarm alert thing on the comms uh, as, um, you know, Otto sort of, you know, jumps on comms there and, and does all of that. Um, yeah, guys, hey, is anybody there? 
we got um we got some stuff going down here. Gonna need some help. And you're like, on what my you way. <laughs> All right, I'll get off the line. If you need anything, just holler or just yell. Call out. Call out. That's what she says. Wouldn't be holler. Anyway, um, so is there is there is there a, is there a mute on this uh this tablet that you can, Parker is yeah, you uh, can, nattering towards you can, me you can just hit the call you can just hit the cancel i mean she said she was just signing off right there anyway so you can just oh, okay the they do it all through google talk i'm kidding um <laughs> we're doomed no uh i mean the upside is you're gonna lose her as soon as you get outside the state limits because the wi-fi will drop and the thing is absolutely useless on regular cellular right so. um um once once I'm no longer in at least visible well, and communication with Parker, I, I do want to get back on the, the blower with Otto and, you know, find out WTF and... Uh, the city doesn't face onto the ocean. It faces out into a bay that you've got to get, you know, through. This thing is fast. Um, you know, it's, yeah, it's not jet fast, but it's uh, it's the fastest you've ever seen on a ground effect vehicle, certainly. Um or I guess in this case, water effect. Um, okay, so Otto, uh, Leo, I'm going to have you speak for Otto on this one. Um, Otto and everybody else on the team is in comms. Finally. I, I kind of thought it'd be funny if you did, but yeah, I'll be. Okay, no, I'll, I'll do it. If, I'll do it if you want. It's fine. Uh, Having just heard, oh yeah, Leo Snow's obviously a traitor. I'm just like, yeah, let's see where that goes. <laughs> So, well, I mean, if I was just thinking about today, like looking at the evidence. Sure, sure. It's, I mean, what the hell else are they going to assume is going on? So, yeah, so, so Alicia will come out and say, uh, by the way, Aegis assumes that Leo is breaking his father out of prison with the help of Rook and all their bots. So um, if that's not the situation on the ground, do let me know before no, I arrive. No, 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 no. Rook is definitely not helping him break his dad out. I mean, he's, they're not here anyway. Ted's helping. Yes, yeah, so it was some question as to whether <laughs> Ted had been suborned or not. Uh, I don't... I mean, you mean... Is I, Ted in on the deal to break out Rossum and get him off the island along with Leo? Yes, but I, Wait, I mean, I don't I know think about... You, the, I, I, I thought you said that, that this wasn't a breakout attempt. No, I said Rook wasn't helping. Oh, well, that makes everything all better. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I, what? <laughs> you like that? No, 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 no. The, yeah, that was the whole thing. Blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. Rook is definitely not helping with any of this. We're, everything else that you said is absolutely right as far as it goes. What's he going to say? It's exact. Sure. Uh, no, 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 no. I, now, now. You, you realize, you realize that, that Aegis isn't going to let this happen. Well, yeah, when you say it out loud like that, it sounds pretty bad. But uh, it, it's not, I think, that's pretty cool. I'm working on it. It's, um, oh yeah, I was going to say, it's not going to fit on me. Sorry. Um, uh, yeah, so other people can talk. Everybody's on comms listening to this craziness happen. So Charlotte, uh, uh, Concord, of course, Concord and Harry are kind of like half listening and half going, what horrors have we witnessed? Um, 